Hi everyone, Benjamin Smith here, pastor of Revealing Truth Ministries, Wesley Chapel. You know, God is always speaking good things to us and he has a word for you today, we are sure of it. Take some time out to listen and we'll be back as soon as we're done. God bless you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time that we have to come together to hear from you. Jesus, your words are life to us. Therefore, we open ourselves up to hear what you are saying to us. Holy Spirit, this is your service. I yield to you and become an active participant in what you want to accomplish here today. Thank you for personalizing this message of life for each of us and giving us what we need both immediately and in the future. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we are going with our confession. Lift up your Bible, whatever type you have. I would sing for y'all, but y'all don't want that. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I do believe I sound better than my wife, though. Although you and I would get a kid, my wife just said, do, you, do I want to have a battle with you? Although her and I would get a kick out of that, that'd be the quickest way to empty out this place. Because I don't like hearing me. And I definitely, oh, no, not going to do it. <laughs> I love Pastor Shalita, though. I love her. She always looking good. All the time. Isn't it good that you can laugh in quote-unquote church? You can be yourself in church. You can come, receive, dump, and walk out in victory. It's not a fashion show. Digging this emerald when I say it's not a fashion show, it's not where you have to come and be a fashion show. If you want, listen, there are people that be, as they say, Dougie Fresh Sharp, now I'm showing my age. (laughs) Just dress nice. A lot of people are like, who in the heck is Dougie Fresh? (laughs) 
man, there's people that come and they are dressed to the T, looking good all the time. Myself, sometimes I come in here with a pair of sweatpants. But you know what? Nobody walk up to me. That's my, what you doing with them sweatpants on? Don't you know you in the house of God? Don't you know that you have to present yourself in the best possible way? Well, did I tell you that God told me to wear these? Because there have been times in which he told me, wear them sweatpants. There's been a time that he's told me, wear them jeans. I think when I tell my wife this, though, she'd be like, ah, you ain't here from God. No way in the world. That is not godly. Okay. All right. All right. Isaiah is definitely a blessing, along with everyone that works with the sound and everything, making sure that everything goes well. So I am going to pray and get right into it. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time that we have to come together to hear from you. Jesus, your words are life to us. Therefore, we open ourselves up to hear what you are saying to us. Holy Spirit, this is your service. I yield to you and become an active participant in what you want to accomplish here today. Thank you for personalizing this message of life for each of us and giving us what we need both immediately and in the future. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we are going with our confession. Lift up your Bible, whatever type you have. That's why she did it. So, you have little Jordan Austin in the house with Michael Austin and Shalita Austin. I know why he lied to me. He lied to me because I'm what you call the enforcer of the house. Shalita not going to put hands on him, but daddy will. And daddy did. Daddy does. He know that. So he's afraid of what the outcome is going to be from him doing what it is that he done. Now, he lied to me, but he called her a liar. He called her a liar to her face. You lying. <laughs> I, I mean, my God. Fear does that, correct? <laughs> so this is the question I got for you. Is that the reason why? Y'all done looked at God? He done told y'all to do stuff? Uh, he done told you stuff, and you say, God, you a liar. 
I've created you head and not the tail. Not me, God. Go out and start that business. Well, what? I can't. I've given you everything that you need to prosper. No, you haven't. By the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. I'm sick. I supply all your needs according to my riches and glory. I'm broke. Every time you do that, you look God in the face and say, you're lying to me. You're lying to me about me. And it's all fear-based. It's all based on fear. Last week, we heard from, I think, five people. Pastor Shalita, Deaconess Emerald, Minister Kim, yeah, Danielle, Minister Alex, all of them. God put something on the inside of every one of them. Every one of them was hesitant at some point. And listen, let's get this out of the way right now. The description that I just said I've been there. I got this message first. God was telling me about me first. Look, you, I, done, I done told you to do stuff. And you done said, God, you lying. Because you ain't equipped me to do that. I ain't got the finances to do that. I'm not bold enough to do that. You did not put the boldness in me to do that. So this isn't a ha, 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 ha. This a This is us, because we've all been there. We have all been there, but we don't stay there. We don't stay there. God has equipped us. He's strengthened us. He's encouraged us. He's gave us everything that we need. Another thing. Understand what I'm saying. Get what I'm saying. When Jesus said, it's finished, it's finished. So, you're not waiting on God. Hear me. You're not waiting on God. When did God equip you? over 2,000 years ago? When did God heal you over 2,000 years ago? When did God give you everything that you needed? All of that was provided over 2,000 years ago. So there is no, I'm waiting on God. God said, I'm waiting on you. Move. 
Let's get it going. Let's go. Oh, Jesus. In the book of Numbers, Numbers chapter 22 goes through 23, most of 23. It gives an account of basically the children of Israel come up out in the wilderness. And they're beginning to take their stuff that God had already given them. And you have this king, king of the Moabites, who have seen some of the things that the children of Israel have already done to other groups of people, getting our stuff. Oh, but we occupying it right now. Whoosh, not anymore. Move it in. So what does he do? Balak calls on a prophet, Balaam, to come and curse the children of God. Okay, we want you, I want you to curse them. I'm going to pay you, I'm going to give you all of these things, put you in these positions to curse them. God tell them, don't do it. And if, in the beginning, he was like, I can't do that. But there's something in him. It's still a tug. Because they're like, okay, he's not going to come. Okay, I'm going to send better, send better people than you. All right. Send you, you're, you know, I'm sending better people with more stuff. <coughs> he go back to God. I was like, no, still something on the inside that makes him want to go. Because he's saying no, but there's still something. It's still something. So finally, he had okay. He go. Crazy thing is, he on a donkey. Donkey basically saved his life. Because the donkey rejected, oh, you need to go. I ain't going nowhere. You need to go. What, 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 what? Donkey started talking to him. He getting talked to by a Jack A. Didn't say it, Pastor Benjamin. <laughs> he getting talked to because he's about to get dealt with. And then finally he sees the angel of God and it's like, he was about to get taken out. Oh, Jesus. I was wrong, oh God, rather. I was wrong. All right, continue, just go ahead. But you can only speak what I tell you to speak. So, Balak wanted him to curse God's people. <coughs> That's not going to happen. Go to ver, um, chapter 23, verses 18 through 20. It says, and he took up his parable. And said, rise up, Balak, and hear, hearken unto me, thou son of Zippor. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. 
Hath he said it? I'm sorry. Hath he said and shall not he do it? Shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken and shall he not make it good? God is not a man. He don't lie. Regardless of the situation, God's not lying. You know why that's in the Bible? One of the reasons that's in the Bible? To let us know he don't lie. So, because this is the problem. This is the thing. We get in church. We get in a collective group of believers. We sing. We shout. Once again, praise and worship team. Awesome, phenomenal job. Let us right into the presence of God. Everything is great. This is holy ground. God, we in your presence. Everything is beautiful. It is great. But at 11, we're going to be gone. Then we're going home. We're going home to the kids. We're going home to the wife. We're going home to the husband. We're going home to the parents. And you know what? There's things in that house that's talking to us. Some of the things we let in the house and shouldn't have let in the house. But it's stuff that's in there and it's talking to us. It's telling us we got bills due. It's telling us I don't feel too good. It's telling us what we're going to do about mama and them. What we're going to do about auntie and them. What we're going to do about your cousin that's still in your house. Ain't got no job. What are we going to do about these situations? What are we going to do about this, what you call a dead-end job? What are we going to do about those things? And then, oh, well, you know, um, there's a promotion, but you ain't qualified. <coughs> God says, apply. You heard that last week. You heard that. Go get you. Go get your degree. I ain't got no money. Go write that book. I'm not a writer. Go get your master's. I don't want to go to school. These were the things they were saying. Go start that nonprofit. I forgot how to read. <laughs> Man. Kim got up here, he was like, she forgot how to read. And she went to digging as low as, he was like, you teach me how to read? No. <laughs> digging as Maryland. Oh, you a leader. You going up front and you gonna, you gonna pray. And you gonna confess the word of God. I can't read. Oh, you gonna read? You know, because I, I kind of think about situations like if you drop me in a foreign country that I don't know the language and just tell me, live, 
what? How do I communicate? How, how, do I, how do I do all of those things? But you know what it does? And not that God put you in that position, but I didn't shift all of those things around, make things difficult. It was the enemy trying to take her out. But you know what? God is still God. God is still her God. And you know what? She doing it. She has that nonprofit. She's doing what she needs to do. I've said it before. In the past six, six weeks, I lost over 30 pounds. Praise God. I believe it was during WOW in April. Some of the men came and kind of made sure all the women was right, everything was going good where they were. And we sat over in the room over to the over to my right. And Vince shared. Vince shared. Vince was like, you know, had some health challenges. And one of the things that I need to do is I need to lose weight. Vince, you don't mind me sharing, do you? He need to lose weight. Got health challenges, losing weight. This man getting up consistently, going to the Y, working out with the challenges. He's sharing that. Man, I went home. God had me all jacked up. What's wrong with you? You see him doing it. You're not dealing with the things he's doing. So what's stopping you? Like nothing. He inspired me. He inspired me. I salute you. And I love you. That's what we do. That's who we are. We I see something going on with you. I'm coming into agreement with you. The devil can't have you. We're more than equipped. Somebody coming up to you and they're like, I don't know what's going on. What, do you know what God told you? Yeah, he told me this, but it's not looking that way. Go with what God told you to do. Yeah, but it don't look like we got the finances. What did God tell you to do? He told me to do this. Okay, do what God tell you to do. Finances ain't looking too, ain't looking too right. Okay, so. So? So? God, I need a thousand dollars. Okay, take that hundred dollars that you got and give it to your sister. God, you didn't hear me. <laughs> you don't understand what I, 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 God, I know you know everything. I know you all know and you hear it all. You know it all. You're great at this. I just said I need a thousand dollars. And I thought, but it must be my head because I thought you told me to give the $100 that I do got 
to somebody else. Okay, God, now I need $1,100. Cause if I do that, I don't have the thousand and I don't have the hondo. So that's 1100 that I need, that I ain't got, that Bank of America not showing. Truest ain't in there. Sun Coast, <laughs> Sun Bank, uh-uh. But God told you to do it. I'm going to say she didn't have no money to go to school. God didn't say go sign up for them classes if you ain't, um, only if you got the money. He said go sign up for them classes. Provision came. Provision came. Do the thing that I've told you to do. Pastor Benjamin said a couple weeks ago. The provision is there. What he told you to be, get there. It's like going out for a pass. You know, if any of y'all know football, if your quarterback tell you to go do a down and out, and he gonna throw it to you out there, but you running all the way down the field, ball ain't gonna get to you because you ain't go the way you were supposed to go. God makes provision for us where he's told us to be. God gives us what we need when it's time. He just tells us, do what I told you to do. God has blessed you. He has equipped you. He has made you more than a conqueror. He has blessed and not cursed you. And he will not reverse it. But your words will. You may not always have what you say. I'm sorry, you will not always have what you pray, but you will always have what you say. The way you'll get what you pray is when you're saying what you're praying. Because you talk more than you pray. And if your words are contrary to your prayers, your words will win every time. Genesis 1, 26 and 27. It says, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, 
male and female, created he them. How did God create the earth? With his words. Everything in the earth with his words. He created us with the same power. Life and death for me is in the power of what I say about me. Life and death for you is in the power of what you say about you. I've been hearing several times that I've heard people in not Christians, it's not on a Christian thing, but they've said, I've heard, there's been a couple of actors, one actor, he said, I manifested this job. He said it, like, I manifested this job. I said it and I got it. I manifested it. It's not on a, not on a Christian, not on, a, not on any type of basis, anything to do with Christianity, anything. It's just a person, and there's been several people that I've heard say, it said, I said it, I believed it, and I got it. It goes right with that scripture. It didn't say, let us make Christians in our own image. It did not say, let us make believers in our own image. It said, let us make mankind, which means this is a law. It works. If you are a human, if you can talk, if you can speak, this applies to you, Christian or not. The things that you're saying are the things that you're getting. If you don't like what you're getting, change what you're saying. Period. Because we are spirit speaking beings. We speak and we see things happen. Sometimes we speak and we see things happen that we don't want to see happen. Sometimes we're influenced by others who tell us things. We take that as our own <coughs> and then we say those things we don't want to see. Oh, my kids are so horrible, I don't know what to do. And then self-fulfilling prophecy begins. It don't seem like nothing I do I can get ahead. Self-fulfilling prophecy begins. <coughs> I'm never going to make it. And you don't. Self-fulfilling prophecy begins. It starts... With a who. Who is giving you that information? Who are you listening to? Is it somebody else? <coughs> Don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. There's always an opportunity 
for you to do what's contrary to the word. As believers, <coughs> this is what we were given. The promise of the Holy Ghost and power. <coughs> Wait in Jerusalem. Acts 1, verse 8 says, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. <coughs> that was the last time you had to wait for the Holy Ghost. Ain't nobody in here that old. So that was the last time waiting had to take place. If you have the Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside of you, the same Spirit that dwells in you <coughs> is the one that was given on Pentecost. You have God himself in you. You have the power to do everything that God has called you to do. Hallelujah. Second Peter, chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power hath given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Thereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. We have been given all things that pertain to life and godliness. We have the Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside of us. Matthew 28 Verses 18 through 20 says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy, Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. So we're to make disciples. We're to preach the word of God. Make disciples everywhere that we go. These are the things that we have been commissioned to do. To go with that, Mark 16, verses 17 and 18, <coughs> says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Those are the signs that follow believers. 
<coughs> these are the things that we have been created to do. These are the things that God has called us to do. Jesus even said this, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, he shall do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. You know, it was a long time, I was like, man, I can't even do the works Jesus do, talking about greater works. Like, how am I going to do that? The answer is with the same spirit that Jesus operated with. See, that's the stinking thinking that we don't need. Because Jesus said that. That's not me putting myself like, oh, you Jesus now. Oh, you greater than Jesus? No, he's the one that said it. He's the one that said it about you. And you take that, oh, I'm just, you know, oh, lowly me. That can't be me. Oh, so you're calling Jesus a liar. Because that's what he said you're supposed to do. You walk in those things. And it's not even about everything you're doing is perfect. Trust me. You talk to the people I live with, Shalita, you talk to my family members that grew up with me, you be like, oh, Mike done made mistakes. Mike done made a lot of them, a whole lot. <laughs> my wife just said, yes, Lord. But you know what? I'll take that agreement because I was the one that said it. Can't get mad at her for agreeing with what I said. So we're going to keep it moving. But with those, with those things being said, I tell you what, I tell you what, Satan come knocking at my door. You know who he going to see when he get there? Me. Not just Michael Austin, Michael Austin full of the Holy Ghost. He comes, come to my family member's house. Guess what? They're going to call me. And he still got to deal with me. Death has came and knocked at my door trying to take Shalita. Has knocked on the door of my family members trying to take three of my four brothers. Death has knocked on the door trying to take my, my brother-in-law tried to take my son. Every time, you know what happened? Mike, gird yourself up. My youngest brother, doors kicked in at my mom's house. He was shot execution style, I think three or four times. And it was on a, it was on a holiday. Can't remember if it was Mother's Day or it was um, Valentine's Day or something. Get a call. Craig been shot. Like it was a hit. First thing that I felt was anger. I got a quick thought of, I just need to know who did it 
because I'm going to go get them. No, nope. oh, stop, turn around. Oh, that's not what we do. His life is on the line. Satan can't have him. Cannot have him. Why? Because I said so. My brother's living there this day. My brother-in-law, I want to say it was two years ago, may have been less, get a call. I went to work, get a call from my wife, said, you need to call your sister. Why? You just need to call your sister. Okay. Call my sister. Brother-in-law had a heart attack. Flatline. Out. Now, interesting dynamics about my, about my family. Number one, they call me Lil' Mike, and I'm bigger than everybody. But the reason they called me Lil Mike is because my dad was Big Mike. So I was Lil Mike. I got nephews and nieces younger than me, all of them. Hey, Lil Mike, no, don't call me that. Uncle Mike, I'm not Lil Mike to you. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> all of these things. Just a situation. So I'm at work. I get this call. You know, I get this call from Shalita. I call my sister. My sister is... A little bit better. I think when she talked to my wife, she was hysterical because of the situation that was going on. I'm calm, number one, because I understand what the situation is. You coming for precious life, but guess what? You messed up because I'm on the scene. As my wife always say, we got boots on the ground. I'm not playing that mess. Not at all. I'm not playing with you. I'm not playing with death. I'm not playing with the devil. Now, that's because of Christ in me, the hope of glory. It's not just I'm talking because I'm mine and I'm just, just this big bad thing. No. Uh-uh. It's because of the word of God that's been put on the inside of me. Interesting thing. This was on a Friday night. I was like, oh, he's going to be all right. He's going to be all right. He's going to live. The next morning, me and Shalita, we're going to a home-going service in St. Pete. Something that's never happened to me. Like I was just telling you before that my family members, they call me Lil Mike. I could hear my brother-in-law's spirit I could hear his spirit. <laughs> I don't want to die, little Mike. Heard it clear as day. See, that's happened to my wife before, and she's, she's explained that to me. She, it's happened to her different times. Never happened to me before. But I heard his spirit. He said, I don't want to die, little Mike. I said, you're not. And then I, I remember she was in the bathroom. I ran, I was like, Shalita. Remember how you say da, 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 da. that? That happened to you about you've heard spirits and they talk to you. And they, I was like, I just heard Charles. He was like, well, what did he say? Said he said he didn't want to die. Well, what'd you say? I said he not. 
whatever this situation, whatever type of whatever was going on in his heart, I think they say 95% of the people check out. 95%. See, it's, it's pretty much, <laughs> that's pretty much a check offer. You're out of here. I can tell you now, he's living today. He's living today. And we are beyond equipped because Jesus did not come down and walk on this and go and heal him. He, you my hands, you're my feet, you're my legs, you're the body of Christ. Jesus is seated now and until his return, he's seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. I'm giving them everything that I have. All power and authority in heaven and earth is given to me. I'm giving it to you. Go! Go! Do the things that I've told you to do. Lay hands on the sick. Preach the word of God. Make disciples. Live your life. This ain't no joke. This is not a joke. But at the same time, we have victory. And we have fun doing it. When I'm kicking the, when I'm kicking the teeth of the devil in, whenever he can get high enough to even reach me, because I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places, get your behind down. You have absolutely no authority here. Period. Not at all. Not in my life. Not in your life. It's like, Mike, you bragging on yourself. I'm not. I'm not. God told me to share those things with you because he wants that for all of us. I don't have any, I don't have any special deal with God on the side that Mike, I'm going to give you anything. I have, oh, me and God close, but I'm no closer than you can be with him. I'm not doing anything more than he has not called every single person in here to do. He's called every single person in here to live that life. Because guess what? Death is going to come knocking at your door. Period. Lack is going to come knocking at your door. Sickness and disease is going to come knocking at your door. Despair is going to come knocking at your door. What you going to do when it get there? What you going to do? It's coming. It's, I'm, not, I'm not talking doom and gloom. That's the world that we live in. This is the world that we live in. Only thing I'm saying is be equipped. You know what? To be a champ, you got to defeat some stuff. To stay a champ, you got to keep defeating some stuff. A heavyweight champion fight. Thing about us is, we already know what the victory is. Listen, <coughs> we're on the winning team. We're on the winning side. If you knew there was a game to be played, you knew at the end of the game, you win. During the game, you might take some hits. Might take some bumps and bruises, but you know at the end, at the end of the game, you win. 
Who don't want to play? Who don't want to play? Oh, yeah, you tackled me, but I won. It's only the first quarter. Don't matter. I won because I know what the end of the game is like. God on my team. Don't matter who on your team. We win. We win. Ephesians 2 and 10. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works, which God hath ordained that we should walk in them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The book of Job, chapter 22, verse 28, it says, Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. You decree a thing, it's established. Light is shined upon your ways. Psalm 119, verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalm 37, 23. The steps of a good man or a righteous man or a woman are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Promotion comes from God. God promotes. He's the one that promotes. It was interesting. That just came up in my spirit. Promotion comes from God. You know what God said? Pro is in favor, correct? If you're pro something, you're in favor of something. Well, God said that he's in favor, pro, of your emotion. He's in favor of you moving. But not just you moving anywhere, doing anything. He's in favor of you moving what he tells you to do. So when God say promotion comes from him, he's pro in favor of your motion. If you hear every single person that shared last week, starting with Emerald, God told her to do something. When she did it, provision was made. Promotions aren't always with titles. Promotions can be increases in pay, in pay. increases in your influence. It's not just in a quote unquote church house. If you really look at the Bible and you look at all the accounts of all the things that take place in the Bible, not a whole lot take place in church, take place in the temple. Miracles are done as people are going about their day, living their life, doing their thing. You go, you come here to get built up to go do ministry out there. 
one of the things that Alex said last week is, you ain't trying to gather everybody to come here. You the church. Everywhere you go. You the church. Everywhere you go. Your feet is on holy ground because you holy. Every step you take. Everywhere you go. So that's what happened. As we move, as we do those things that God has told us to do, he's passing, moving us from glory to glory to glory. People, I love you. I love you all. That is all I got. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now. We thank you for this time. We thank you for who you are. We love you. We praise you. Lord God, we believe your word. We commit to your word. We thank you that your word brings us life. It makes us whole. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We commit that you are not a man that you should lie. We commit right now that everything that you've called us to do, everything that you've placed on our hearts to do, Lord, we will do. We will believe every word that you've given us concerning our lives. Lord God, and we just thank you. We praise you that you are beyond good. You have equipped us to do everything that you've called us to do. And we give you glory and honor and praise for it. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, that's what God had to say to us today. We pray that it blessed you. As always, we pray that the word of God blesses you not just years from now or months from now or weeks from now, not even days from now, but we pray that you got something out of the message today that would change your life immediately. God bless you and look forward to chatting with you next time.